have your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that early childhood nerd podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. got a little bit deeper than I was expecting it to, but that's good. That was fun, too. Um, okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is, are there ways that as adults you guys still pretend and use your imaginations? Because I think the other piece is some adults are so disconnected from the ways they used to pretend, or they don't pretend anymore, and so they don't have that connection to the child who is pretending, and it's hard for us then to accept it. Does that make sense? So I wanted to spend some time just talking about this. And, and so I'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll jump in. Uh, well, I'll say two things. I still pretend to be Jane Eyre sometimes if I have a nice long nightgown and I'm barefoot and it's cold. <laughs> in my mind, I'm wandering the moors after having left Mr. Rochester. <laughs> in the night. And when I am um, weaving, because my loom has a little frame, I, I like to pretend I'm a fancy Victorian lady doing my needlework. I love it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so there's a couple things I pretend, but you guys mentioned fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to hear your thoughts on fan fiction and how it relates to this conversation about using our imagination. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> For do you want me to don't know what fan fiction is. Yeah, I, I do. Okay, so my, okay, so thinking about my childhood and how my imaginative play kind of progressed um as i got older and you know i was too embarrassed to um act out whatever i was thinking of in my living room and where my parents might see me i i really internalized a lot of it uh-huh. and um i was really introverted like i but i you, I wasn't a shy child. I was just someone that even from the earliest age, I needed my downtime Mm -hmm. and sometimes school would get kind of overwhelming. And so um, I'm thinking about middle school. I was a, this is when Harry Potter first came out um, and I was a huge Harry Potter fan. I had kind of created my own story. I wasn't writing fan fiction, but (laughs) I had kind of created my own story about like what I imagined. Yeah. I was, I was living it secretly, living it very secretly, and um, I had created this universe where I was his daughter in the future, um, and I there would be days at school that all real life was just too much for me, and I would be 12 years old in my head pretending to be uh, this character that I had created, and I mean, as I got a little bit older... I stopped, I stopped doing that. And then I started actually writing or reading fan fiction, but, um, I can just, that's how it started for me was just, it was kind of my, it was still, I don't know. I feel like we, we do lose that imagination and I wasn't ready to let it go by the Mm -hmm. time I was a teenager. It was my outlet. Mm -hmm. I was not, I mean, I, I was, I did theater, but even then I, I kind of stopped doing that because I got involved with school and other things. And these stories I made up in my head about whatever I was into at the time was still kind of my creative imaginary outlet. Do you think that 
I, I can see both sides that theater would be a good outlet for someone who is still a big pretender, or it could be really restrictive and prescriptive for someone who's still a pretender. You know what I mean? I think, I think it depends. Um, my brother, my little brother, um, he, when you were talking about Curtis made me think of Jonah <laughs> because he, he would tell teachers about how his mom died on a safari and things <laughs> And things like that. But it's partly my fault because I convinced him. Because <laughs> was... you fed him the lies. <laughs> I, 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 he thought we had a little brother that, or an, an older brother for him who died before he was born. Um, so it's partly my fault because I, I messed him up. You but, um, him. He, he became very involved in theater. Mm-hmm. And he's actually, um, he, he changed his major and he's now going into film writing and film studies because that's, that was still such a part of his life. And I think that, you know, once he and his friends stopped pretending to be pro wrestlers on the trampoline, <laughs> theater was his creative outlet in that way. Mm-hmm. But I can also see, I can see it being restrictive, I guess, too, if you really, because a lot of times in theater, you're acting out somebody else's. But somebody else has decided for you. Yeah. yeah, that's why I wondered. I've never done, well, that's not true. I was in one play, two plays when I was 15. But I'm sure it was really bad because no one ever asked me or talked to me about it. <laughs> um, okay, so Bethany, talk to us about your pretending. Talk to us about your fantasy life, Bethany. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if this is the podcast for that. Um, um, I. I guess on in one sense I don't pretend much anymore. I remember um I was towards the end of 11 years old, almost 12, and I remember the moment I was babysitting and I couldn't play with the kids like I could the time before when I babysat them and just be a kid like I had <laughs> I was no longer that child who could uh-huh. just you know, play these, these storylines, you know, the house or whatever it is, whatever Mm storyline we had going. Um, And that was a really, it was a a big moment for me because um, up until that point, I was very aware that I could still play with children. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like I don't have that imagination, like, like you do, Heather, where you can, you know, just imagine that you're Be a fancy you're Victorian else. lady. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've never pretended that I was a fancy Victorian lady, and I kind of wish I could. Um, Come on over. <laughs> I, yeah, I am. I'm packing my bag. Um, but also, I think since you brought up fan fiction, yeah, um, that it's, um. You know, fan fiction, whether, you know, you're reading it or writing it, and you could even go so far as, like, if you're just really into a TV show or book or something like that, mm-hmm. um, it kind of is, like, our adult way of of using our imagination, because when you're really invested in characters or a storyline or a, a, a place... Um, you do let your mind just kind of wander there. And, and like Josie was saying, like, we don't, we have all of these, um, 
uh, I can't think of the word, but like, you know, we get embarrassed or we yeah. get uncomfortable or nervous. You know, I can't act this out. I can't, you know, <laughs> play out this storyline that I have in my head. And so, um, so I'm just going to sit here and look like I'm doing nothing while I'm thinking about <laughs> being in this, you know, being Harry Potter's daughter or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, hmm. I've, well, I've never I, read any fan fiction. I just thought it, it, it's funny to hear you guys talk about it. And I'm going to find you some Jane Eyre fan fiction. Oh, it's out there. Oh, There's I love it. This. I know. I've read I, it before. I love I've read it so really, much. I've read a really great Sherlock Holmes Jane Eyre. See, I, I would need to start with fan fiction with something I wasn't as emotionally invested in, I think. Okay. Because. Oh, like, um, you know, those two people you were talking about on Facebook the other day. That TV show. Heart to Heart. Heart to Heart. <laughs> heart, to heart. <laughs> Oh my God! One of the Hallmark channels runs Heart to Heart for like three hours at three in the morning every night, and we record. If anybody, it all. Is, if anybody is writing Heart to Heart fan fiction, please send it my way. That uh, a very specific demographic that was aimed at a listener. <laughs> yes, Heart to Heart fan fiction. That that might be my gateway. We'll see. I do have to add really fast that um, Bethany is lying when she says that I'm a liar. She can't use her imagination because I remember two years ago being really drunk with Bethany as we um, made our own vlog pretending to be. um, I don't even know what the hell we were. Olga. (laughs) Olga and Stephanie. Olga and Stephanie are alter egos. We had whole characters worked out. I remember. And you were into it, Olga. I mean, Stephanie. We made Tiffany and Kristen so mad. (laughs) I just remember marveling at how serious you both were for as drunk as you were. (laughs) Were we? And as it seemed like it. (laughs) But. Um, yeah, so yeah, you did that vlog conversation, and it was like a whole interview kind of situation. Right, and I would say that that's like a pretty, um, like adults don't do that often. <laughs> like that's a pretty unusual right. occurrence for two grown women to sit and, and make like a 30, lo- 30 minute long vlog mm-hmm. about. And then let all your friends about. watch it. But wasn't it fun? It was so much fun. It was fun. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you brought that up. That was beautiful. We'll have to see if Jeff still has that footage yeah. anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so let me ask this then. What about stuff like karaoke? Is that pretend no. imaginative play for grown-ups, or is that... You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I would, although I, was, I would never do it myself, I'm going to say yes, because... Yeah. Who isn't pretending they are a rock star as they're up there doing karaoke? Yeah. Or even singing in your car, maybe. Is that your is that your level of being able to pretend as an adult? Yeah. I I mean, I I think that things like that, I would define them as play for adults. Uh-huh. So Yeah. I mean, uh, if imagination comes into play, then I think it would sure. be. It does for me. Sometimes I imagine yeah. myself singing it somewhere for a situation like I can imagine a specific situation like boy I could really nail that (laughs) (laughs) with this song 
so maybe it's not so much a matter of we stop pretending when we're grown-ups as we stop realizing that we're pretending sometimes. Yeah. When we're grown-ups. Because we have to be serious. Right? Yeah. We have to be the grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think specifically in, like, childcare situations, sometimes people, adults feel silly pretending with children. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, they do. I, they do. I have a game that I play with the toddlers. They throw it, and I was, I was telling Josie's daughter about it when she was interviewing me about the ways I pretend. Um, they put a purse over their shoulder. They tell me goodbye. They start to walk away from me. They say goodbye. Have a good trip. I'll miss you. Come back mm-hmm. and see me. And they circle the whole room and they come around to me and we act like we, you know, have a joyful yeah. reunion and they laugh and we do the whole thing over and over mm. and over. And I can tell that for some other adults, that's so confusing to, to watch right. that just happening over and over and uh or they're going to the store and you have to quick give them their grocery list (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah like while you're trying to have a conversation with another adult and you're like yeah bananas and chicken nuggets go get them (laughs) go get them (laughs) them right now (laughs) or the day they ask you to play hair salon with them and they really go get a pair of scissors and you don't realize it oh did they do that to you oh they they did did do that to you i remember that no, it's 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 funny though because I know exactly what you're saying. I think that sort of play comes so naturally to me with kids mm-hmm. that I don't think about it. But and this is not a judgment thing because uh-huh. I mean it's either natural to you or it's not. But I think about a I'm thinking about a certain teacher I know, and she would never be on the floor mm-hmm. playing like that with the kids. Yeah, and that's and that doesn't mean she's not fantastic in other ways because she is. That is just so outside her comfort zone so so does every adult working with young children need to be comfortable pretending then i think they need to be comfortable letting it happen if they're not going to if they're not going to engage mm -hmm. yeah i'm really sorry i just got a text from bethany (laughs) it might be some heart to heart fan fiction it is Oh, that's Just amazing. In case anyone was wondering. Oh, <laughs> oh you guys, the high V truck is leaving. Oh. Do you want to tell your high V truck story? Yeah, I do. Just because okay. we'll, we'll imagine spin it to fit imaginative. No, no, I, I totally can. Okay. There is a man who's been sitting outside my house for the last three hours who has definitely been using his imagination, wishing he was anywhere else other than right there. We had Hy-Vee drop off groceries at 445 and he locked the keys in the car and he's been out there since then. Someone finally came to rescue him. And it was what about seven ish when your time when we started recording. Uh-huh, so he's uh-huh. been there a while. Yeah. What do you suppose he's pretending? <laughs> he's not going to get fired. When he gets back <laughs> he's probably imagining ways to spin the story to his yeah. boss. <laughs> See, imagining so have- is relevant. A loaded question for you guys. Okay. Are you seeing less imaginative play with the children you work with? And Heather, I mean, yours are so little that maybe not because. That's what I was going to say. But that's a good question. And that's, that, that comes up a lot. I hear people saying that, um, you know, TV or video games or whatever has so scripted 
children's play that they don't branch out anymore. But it, in, I don't know if directions. it's I I don't know if it's to blame like TV and video games. Um, yeah. But if it's like children don't have the opportunity to to come up with those scripts, it right. takes so long to come up with with whatever they're going to play, this storyline that they're going to play out. You mean like um, a block of time in the in mm-hmm. that moment, in that day, to really well, let it all unfold? Yeah, yeah, and just, I mean, I think with, at least with my group of kids, um, when they come up with a storyline, it spans weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we mm-hmm. play, I'm going in the car, this was um, like when they first started, so they were just, little you know two-year-old babies and, <laughs> and they would play I'm going to the store to get bananas and it was specifically for bananas uh-huh. and you know it took a while for them to figure how how to play that uh-huh. and then how to add to it and how you know it it never it never went to where you know adults would be like okay well let's go make the store and here's the bananas that type of thing um but they just kind of I don't know. They had, I think when children have the freedom just to sort of explore one idea, even if it seems kind of boring to yeah. us, um, then they can, I mean, that's how they're learning how to use their imagination. Yeah. Play. Yeah. So two it's things magic. <laughs> it doesn't just happen. Yeah. Two things come to mind for me on that. One is it's like walking kind of like, if a child is strapped into a seat for the first three years of his life in some imagined scenario, they, they, then they are going to be significantly behind in their motor skills from the children who were allowed freedom and you know, right. crawling and all that. And it's the same way with play. If they've been overscheduled or um, I'm just trying to get my ring into the shot. Oh. <laughs> if they've been overscheduled or... Um, Adults don't value play or um, they've not been trusted to play all those kinds of things. Then we might have some four-year-olds who are still playing at like toddler developmental levels, if that makes sense. Um, so maybe we, we're seeing a different kind of play and we're attributing it to things that we can choose, can, you know, it's TV or it's video games, those easy scapegoats. Um, but also in a, like a typical daily schedule in a childcare classroom, if you've got 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there scheduled for free play. And it takes you 30 minutes to come up with your play idea. Then you're going to fall back to that default script or that easier mm-hmm. idea. Um, especially if you've experienced that, they're just going to interrupt me anyway, you know, when it's time for the next mm-hmm. thing. Um, so yeah, maybe it's not so much the TV and the action figures and the movies and stuff as it is lack of opportunity practice yeah and you know when i think about the tv i'm hesitant to say they're not being an imaginative when they're acting out Mm -hmm. some of the scenarios because i mean it goes back to the fan fiction i mean (laughs) technically those are somebody else's ideas that are being expanded on and i've noticed them be very detailed sometimes when they're playing Uh frozen or (laughs) superheroes or whatever um I mean, they're not really, they're not following the movie yeah, plot, if, exactly. If that's the character they are, they're very rarely just reciting the script back and forth to each other from the movie for an hour and a half. It's it, They may start with those characters, but they're, 
including other elements of their lives and with that mm-hmm. pretending. Um, yeah, I, I offered TV as an example because that's what I hear a lot. My kids watched a lot of TV and had amazing, weird imaginations. And they did a lot of that kind of, well, I'll start as this character because that's what's in my mind right now, but then I'm going to take it this direction and that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at one point they invented Rug Wars, which was a combination of Rugrats and Star Wars. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that kind of stuff. So I, I think it's not always the negative that it's painted to be if children are playing with these commercial ideas Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, I still cringe if I walk in a classroom and all I see are the commercial cartoon characters on the wall or, you know, that's the only toys they have or whatever their table toy option is a basket of, uh, happy meal toys from the 80s. What is their, what is their table toy? (laughs) Option. What does that oh, mean? Table toys. I don't know what a table toy means. Well, table toys means we're going to call it free play, but what it means is I put one type of toy when, on one table, a second type of toy on another, you know, and you sit uh, and you play with those table toys. You play nicely at the table. Play nicely at the table. You play nicely at the table Yikes. in your free play, imaginative playtime. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's very 90s, but it's hanging on. <laughs> In many sites, many centers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there was something else I wanted to bring in. Uh, I don't know, did either of you have other stories you want to tell? Other ways that you... I used to baptize dogs. <laughs> Immersion or sprinkling? Sprinkling. Sprinkling. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm a good Lutheran. Um, <laughs> I was Southern yeah, Baptist. I, Those dogs would have been in I know. I didn't have the the water capacity in my buckets for a full on Baptist immersion. Oh God! Yeah. Did you have like full um, ceremonies, like real? Sorry, what? Did you have like a full ceremony or? Um, I don't know. I would. Um, it was partially partially baptism, partially witchcraft. (laughs) I would um pick flowers. It's all the same. At my grandma's house, and um. I'm sorry. Sorry. I would pick flowers in my grandma's house uh-huh. and um, pound them into mush and combine it with water to make, uh-huh. um, to make holy water. Holy water! And yes! Then I would find the dogs and baptize them in the name of the Lord. <laughs> so someone could have seen that and thought, oh, she's a very spiritual child. Or someone could have seen that and thought, oh, she's a blasphemous child. Yeah. Or someone could have seen it and said, well, that's her context. So, of course, that's where her pretend is going to come from. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't go any further down that road. I was just a weird kid. <laughs> weird kids are the best kids. Oh, my gosh. My brother used to get really mad at me and just thinking about playing how late, how old I was playing with Barbie still. So, when I was 14, he would have been... I don't know. What's 14 minus 6? Is that 8? Yeah, it's late. Sounds right. Something like that. All right, anyway. So he'd be playing with his little Star Wars action figures, and and he'd want me to play with him, so I'd go play with him. But I moved them all into the dollhouse and away from the Millennium Falcon and had, like, husband-wife storylines. And and he would, like, just walk away and leave me. It's like I totally ruined his play. Not only wouldn't I let him play Barbies, I ruined his action figure play. 
like a good sister would. A good big yeah. sister would. Yeah. I really feel like that explains a lot. <laughs> I think, uh, no, I'm not even going to go there. Oh. Oh, I think you have to now. But, yeah. Well, um, we'll edit in the re- post. <laughs> <laughs> the after dark version. <laughs> well, there we can get into how adults use their imagination. Right. Right. Um, anyway. Yes. Um, before I really knew what sex was, I do think I remember, like, knowing enough to, like, take off Barbie and Ken's clothes and kind and just of, lay like... just one on top of the other? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I did that, too. Smash them together. <laughs> just smash them together. That's how it is, Josie. That's what sex is. I don't know. This is the truth. <laughs> Sorry again. If we didn't lose him with heart to heart, we've lost him <laughs> with Barbie mashing. <laughs> There's probably fan fiction for that. <laughs> oh God! All I can think about right now is how much I hate my laugh when I listen to the podcast later. So I got to grim up. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what Steve says. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> Um, any any last thoughts on imagination? Things you want people to think about? Remember, try. Try to oh. use your imagination. Try to use your imagination. No, but seriously, just like, sit in a box, you... see what happens. <laughs> when 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 you ask like who wants to do this pod, I was I've been thinking throughout the day like I'm not really like using my imagination much with the kids, uh-huh. you know, like I'll, I'll respond to them, which I right. feel like is, is what I need to do. But, um, but it's like, how can I use my imagination to like spur them on too, you know, so they're not just still going to the store to get bananas. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a great banana need. They, they We need our potassium. <laughs> Important. It's good for good for restless leg syndrome yes okay sorry Josie (laughs) please say something (laughs) well I was also thinking I was once again thinking about adults and Uh outlets for using your imagination um because I think you do need to know if you're especially if you're working with children if you're going to use your imagination you have to think about well how do you I mean it's skill like anything else how do you practice Mm -hmm. it as an adult and I was thinking about art. We didn't really touch on art, right. but I mean, if you're artistic, that might be another way as an adult, you're using your imagination without even really thinking about that. It's imagination. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, even, even if your extent of art is you like adult coloring books, <laughs> I mean, you're still, I think creativity and imagination are very closely intertwined. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they're I just both think just of, sort of branches of active thinking. Yeah, we, we think of imagination as being expressed vocally or, you know, through acting something out. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it's really not that different from the creativity an artist uses. Sure. It just looks it looks different. Yeah, so it's not just pretending. It's mm-hmm. really any time. So that, reminds, that makes me think of, you know, I, I spent years thinking I wasn't creative because a third grade teacher yelled at me about an art project. And then I realized as an adult that all it, all it means to be creative is to be able to think differently about things or mm-hmm. sometimes even problem solving a situation could be, you know, you have to use your imagination, <laughs> imagination a little bit there. Like what if we tried this and if that didn't work, exactly. we try this. And so maybe a lot of us who 
feel a lot of people who think they aren't imaginative anymore really are. You just might not be pretending to be Jane Eyre <laughs> when you're 47 years old. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean. It's nice of you to say so. No, really, I think I do weird <laughs> things like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. I, I, I'll just challenge people to to maybe spend a couple of days thinking about, you know, at the end of the day, what did I do today? And when which which parts of the day was I thinking differently or thinking flexibly or pretending a little bit and start to get in touch with the things that we do that are sort of similar to what children are doing when they're playing pretend. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And when you're listening, if you want to add a comment about how you pretend. (laughs) Keep it PG. Keep it PG. Do private message for the other ones. (laughs) We'll compile a book. We'll release it later in the year. (laughs) It will be That Early Childhood Nerd After Dark with Stephanie and Olga. (laughs) That will be the name of the book. Yes. I love it. All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you guys for sharing and for being brave enough to be a little weird and vulnerable <laughs> on a podcast. Well, thanks for having us. For a bunch of students. And, you know, I, I, I think I volunteered Bethany to do this anyway. You did. So. You did. Thank you, did. Thank you thanks, for doing Bethany. that. And <laughs> I'm just going to say between, the, between what, four o'clock and eight o'clock my time, Bethany forgot twice. <laughs> she was going to do this with not. us. <laughs> So we're especially glad to have Bethany because it was such an effort to get her along with us. So um, Anytime. Okay, great. Well, thank you, you guys. And thanks for listening to another episode of That Early Childhood Nerd. And that's the show. Now, go get your nerd.